Blog Talk Radio. Discover. Transform. Manifest. Welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio, a safe and sacred place to discover and explore our unity. Hello, Rob, and hello, fellow empowerment seekers. Hello, Candy, and hello, everyone. <laughs> We're so happy to be here again. Yay, la, 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 la. <laughs> well, a lot's been going on the last couple of weeks, wouldn't you say, Rob? I would say. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've you've had some cool things with you. Now, let's see. You've done two sound. Uh, no, no. Pardon me. You've done two of your laughter club, laughter yoga club um, sessions. Yeah. And what's that been like? Um, it's been phenomenal. Actually, I love it. Uh, it's definitely something I definitely feel called to, and I'm excited to continue this journey with this laughter yoga. But both groups have been fascinating, and different people at different groups, and we had a whole family show up at our last last immersion, husband, wife, and two kids, and um, I mean, it's just amazing to see the transformation that occurs within an hour, from when they walk wow. in the door to when they leave, just to see them being more into that joy center, um, mm. more resonating with the truth of who they are. And just be more relaxed and be like, oh my god, that was so silly and that was so fun, but you know, I just and I feel great. And it's it's just fascinating to see, but even during that, um, how like I said, how they initially react to the beginning to the when they react to the end, and even my own perception. Some people that I think, oh my God, they'll be a natural, and then even you know, them even struggling with trying to get into that place. So it's even interesting from my own perspective that I have. Oh, I love so, it. That sounds fascinating. Because I speak to me a lot. Um, you know, I can see this coming in another book. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it's, and it's just, of it's yours. just fun. I mean, being silly and playful and and watching people unwind and re, re, really reconnect to that inner child. Yeah, it's fun. The flow. Get back yeah. into the flow of that of the joy love energies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to when we do our workshops and we start doing that next year. I wanna <clears throat> I'm not, well we'll see where we end up doing it. We'll be I I'm open to going anywhere for a weekend workshop. Mm-hmm. And um incorporating some of this stuff. It'd be really awesome. Great breakthrough opportunities. And having fun while breaking through, la la la. So yeah, and that's the uh, thing. Is, people, people, people aren't even aware of some of the stuff that's about to come up. Like they're there because they, you know. Uh-huh. And that's what I love about this group because um, it's fun and it's silly. It's just laughter yoga. So people think, oh, laughter, how fun! They, you know, they don't think about like I'm working or they don't even understand what's about to transform or what's about to come up because they're just thinking of it as the supportive fun place which is perfect which is avenue for transformation yes it is because the the um the blocking system doesn't go on high alert no you know the fear frequencies (laughs) the frequencies yeah but the frequencies are are the fear frequency is not so activated they're feeling i mean they're a little bit they're 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 not. I mean, they're a little uncomfortable because it's it's helping break through some of the barriers. Yet they're in an environment where everybody's doing the same thing. They're all laughing. They're all honoring that joys, the joy zone. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So, um, what's been going on in you for the last two weeks? Oh, nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, <for real. laughs> Everything's great and wonderful. La 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 la. 
<laughs> okay, still the uh, beans, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was great. I had a, I know, right? Um, yeah, because it's going back to perceptions and the, today's topic. A lot of people have that comment response. Oh, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Um, <laughs> but and it has. I mean, I'm not saying it's not because, but it's just it's been. I've been through a lot of ups and downs and looking at a lot of different old patterns that resurfaced over the last two weeks. Um, myself, communication patterns and self worth and identity and perceptions and all those common things have come circled back around. All at mm-hmm. once, <laughs> um, within Woo-hoo. days of each other. So um, it was just like, whoa, whoosh. I felt like a tornado <laughs> at, at one point. I'm like, <laughs> like some of these, it felt like the vortex, the veil is very thin today, this week. Because um, it was just like one event after another. It's like, whew, I, I don't even know where I'm at right now. But well, that's a lot of manifesting. Part, Pretty awesome. It is. And the beautiful part about all that, because we'll get into a little bit more in, in today's show topic, um, the, you know, exactly what's been transforming, um, the details of it, the juicy details. But um, this, I know, right? The, uh, I started a new class on top of the last yoga, a thing called Bikram, Bikram Yoga. And you perform these 27 poses in... I thought it was 103, 104 degree heat, but yesterday I sat right by the temperature of the thermostat, and it was 107.9. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? So um, wow. but the fascinating thing about what this class is teaching me um, is you really, I don't know if you have to, but I have been more focused on the present moment. Because as I'm mm-hmm. going through this, if I shift my focus off of what my body is doing or the posture or anything else or I start to look around in class, I lose my balance or I fall off or I start to get into the mode of the heat. Oh, it's too hot in here. But if I stay focused on my own practice and what my body's doing, then I can make it through the class and really get some great benefits. So, I mean, it's really been a wonderful tool that I have found. And not only that, honoring my body in each moment. Because, like, one class, they do a lot of standing poses, a lot of back bends. Um, but yesterday's class, I went for a two-hour hike, and then I did the Bikram Yoga class, which is 90 minutes in the sea. So the, the one-leg standing poses were a little bit more challenging. I was a little bit more wobbly. Um, but still honoring myself or judging myself in that space. No, mm. Noticing today, oh, this moment's a little bit more challenging to stand on one foot or balance and, and saying that's okay. Just doing what I can do in the moment and, and loving myself for even showing up and participating right. in the practice. Maintaining that compassionate objectivity. Yeah. So that, I mean, this class has really brought that out. That's awesome, Rob. Which is something I'm working on is what has transformed over the last two weeks. Some of the circumstances that happened, those juicy details, um, it's been about that. You <laughs> Yet know? to come. It's like uh, um, practicing that self-compassion, which then yesterday I tied into this class. I'm like, wow, this class is really helping me transform to practice that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Loving is awesome. Where I'm at, no matter what, you know, where my body's at in that moment. Versus having the expectation of my own body. Oh, I should be able to do this or this or that or, you know. It's like, no, that, this is that, where I'm at. That today word. And that, that, yeah. that word, right? Should. Don't you love that word? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great one. Uh, yeah, interesting energy in that frequency of that word. At least the mm-hmm. projected attachments to what that word means. Yeah, the perception of your own reality. The mm-hmm. reality that you create. Right. So, yeah, my reality. Right. So. All our perceptions are different. So. Yes, they are. <laughs> and all our realities are different. <laughs> so, are you complete? Well, May I then share? I am complete. Well, <laughs> I <yeah>. am whole. <laughs> <laughs> so good to hear, Rob Fournier. Um, <laughs> so... What's been going on for me the last few weeks is a heck of a lot of this evolution of reality. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly. It is actually quite awesome because 
as filters are cleared through the module releases and so on and so forth. What I thought was my reality, all of a sudden, is not my reality. And mm -hmm. up until the moment of that release of the module, I had no – the filters were there. I had no inkling of something that things – when I say things, I mean my experiences here in the third dimension could be different. I may wanted them to be different, but I never seemed to be able to quite handle it, right, because there's a lot of unconscious – transmissions and as Dr. Bruce Lipton mm -hmm. says about 93% of what we're transmitting electromagnetically you know our energetic feelings you know thoughts which is electromagnetic frequencies with data into the quantum field is unconscious so if we keep creating things we don't understand why we're creating them it's because we're unconsciously transmitting that frequency that's the way it works so to have things shift where my human experiences, uh, the way I view, perceive to be my quote-unquote truth, radically changing, radically evolving. And it's fascinating. And, and the thing that I'm really practicing during all of this is remaining neutral about what is real, I mean, other, here in the third dimension. I know what's real in a higher sense. I mean, I felt it. I feel it when I do the interdimensional meditation. I feel that energy. I am that energy. I, what is real here, though, is so malleable because it's, mm -hmm. everybody's walking around with their own individual program and projections and transmissions and all so forth. And so everybody has a different, slightly nuanced, different reality, you know, which is also can evolve and shift. So that's been my last two weeks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's like, kind of like, and that's why I love about it, because what you're experiencing, and we don't um, talk, you know, every day or, you know, um, it's been a while since we update each other. And it's interesting because what you're going through, what I'm going through is similar. So it's very fascinating yep. that it shows like that it's not only individual, but on a more of a universal global kind of what shift is happening because, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in today's show, about the, uh, um, the individual group and collectively created reality perceptions. Yeah, you're right. There's all all these different components. So mm -hmm. so today's topic, the evolution of reality, the subjectivity of truth. So Rob and I have kind of already been tapping on this subject, this topic in our recap. And um, the point of, of today's discussion is to look at the ever-shifting perception of reality, that reality is malleable and that we're going to be approaching this from more of a quantum science platform or context and I always come back to that place because because here in the third dimension what we think is real is so subjective because it's based upon how we feel about it, how it feels, how the experience feels. If it feels good, oh, it's okay. If it feels bad, oh, don't do it, you know. However, that doesn't take into account that those experiences are an after, like an after effect of what we first transmit unconsciously. So we're going to look at that, the subjectivity of our truth, and um, we welcome... We have a caller on hold right now, and once we get through some of this, we'll we'll jump to that person. So hang in there. Um, so let's recap last time, which we talked on, tapped into a little bit in our um, opening uh, comments. Where last show, if you haven't listened to it, I would really recommend checking out. Rob um, gifted us with a little insight and in, in, um, view of laughter yoga and uh, it's an amazing modality and tool 
So if you haven't, um, if you missed that show, I would recommend circling back around. You can listen to it on iTunes under Empowered Whole Being Radio Podcast and um, also on the um, Blog Talk Radio uh, website, Empowered Whole Being Radio, and on EmpoweredWholeBeing.com. So uh, check it out. Any announcements, Rob, for your center, your healing center, wellness center? Uh, it will the announcements I have is we came up with a schedule. So the laughter yoga, if you are in the Metro Detroit, Michigan area, um, our laughter yoga club will be offered on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. So um, the next one will be tomorrow from 6.30 to 7.30. Um, so second and fourth Friday, Mondays of the month. And we'll also be offering um, an additional Friday one. So we'll be offering it three to four times a month, um, but definitely the second to fourth Monday. Um, on the alternate Mondays, we're offering a longer shamanic sound immersion. We have a shamanic sound immersion on Wednesday night for an hour, but we're offering another one on Monday night for 90 minutes. Um, it's more individualized. We're offering more hands-on energy work and longer drumming. Uh, we did our first one last Monday, and we got really good feedback from it, so we're going to continue that schedule on the first and third Mondays of the month. Fantastic. Yeah. If I lived closer, I'd be there. We have lots of events. Almost, yeah. So long ways for me to go. <laughs> yeah, I can't drop in too easily. <laughs> no. I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. I'm, it, so that's good. That's really coming together. I'm excited for you. How cool! What great services you're offering for your yeah, for your community. Just... And we're, that's what we're doing. We're based off the feedback of the people that are coming to the groups and they're, you know, looking for a little more different. So our mm-hmm. longer immersions on Monday, every other Monday, the first and third Monday of the month, um, we're doing more of a, a topic, I guess, kind of per se. Um, the first one was about intentions, setting intentions and what intentions are and how that affects um, that. So we're getting more into different topic discussions a little bit before we go into the immersion. Oh, cool! Something to like something to explore during the, your your immersion. So, first Wednesday night is just come, you know, and experience your own immersion. Where Monday is a little bit more a theme around it. But we're trying for during the tour. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. We, we lost our caller. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got tired of holding. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to call back, please do call back. We'll take your call. It's just in the beginning of the show. Um, we like to go through this. Uh, we have a little bit of a structure here where we do our announcements and all that, and then we don't jump into our topic. So um, please, if you want to call back, we'll take your call. The only thing I have to add uh, for announcements is I just want to update everybody who's listening that um, I have been very focused on expanding and developing the publishing company, Empowered Whole Being Press. And um, once that gets a little bit more, I mean, there's a lot going on with with, uh, our publishing company. And as that gets more settled and in a flow, I'm going to be picking up more of the um, expansion workshops and things of that nature. Rob and I have some projects we want to be working on together. And um, I'll be keeping you abreast, all abreast of that as we get closer to that. So 2016 will be a lot more of, of... the facilitation and transformation uh, opportunities, and I'll keep you all posted. If you're a visionary author and you're looking for a publisher, we would welcome uh, seeing your manuscript. So feel free to go to Empowered Whole Being Press and check it out. So let's get into the topic. The evolution of reality and the subjectivity of truth. dun dun da. <laughs> reality, what's reality? Reality? What the heck? Isn't that a show on MTV? Yeah. So I, I wanted to, um, as we talked about in the, in the opening comments, that we have, uh, we're approaching this topic, this sort of like dual topic. They're they're intertwined, and um, they each have their own frequency. However. Um, they're definitely a companion with each other. We're coming, you know, in the context of quantum science, which is based on this premise. Everything is energy. Thoughts, 
everything, that we are we are actually designed quantum biologically to be transmitters and receivers of electromagnetic frequencies. Therefore, we're dialoguing with energy, which is us, and the quantum field 24-7. And as Dr. Bruce Lipton said, I mentioned this before, about 93% of that dialogue is unconscious to our human awareness. And this is happening on an individual basis. And then there's a group dynamic. And then there's this sort of collective dynamic of, of humanity, collectiveness. And each of those are transmitting certain types of frequencies and therefore creating certain kinds of realities. So that's that's the platform and the pre the premise from from where we're launching today's discussion. And I just want to have this one caveat as how I believe it's very how important it is to um, remain open to alternative perceptions. If something crosses your path that you've never experienced before and yet it's crossing your path that indicates that unconsciously at some some level there is this transmission of that similar um, parallel frequency because what we experience here in the third dimension and the outside physical world so-called outside physical world, is a mirror of what we first transmitted. So if something crosses your path that is unknown, you've never experienced it before, that means something is shifting and waking up in your greater self, in your transmission. There's something coming different. So I always look at those experiences as windows into new awakenings or trans transformations about to come that's that kind of a context keeping in mind that what i experience may not be another's experience because we're all co-creating from slightly nuanced programming and frequencies there is definitely there's definitely um, a lot of empowerment through honoring all the multitude of what I call research programs that we every everyone is unique. Sometimes it can be challenging to honor that. However, when we when I remember that we all come from the same source, we're all from the source energy. We are the creator. Then each of those programs serves a purpose. I may not understand it in my human awareness at that moment. However, I know it serves a purpose. So that's the context of today's discussion. And we welcome your comments and call in. And um, Rob, I would love for you to share some of the stuff you and I have been talking about, you know, as you've been walking through this yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so it's definitely, as I was sharing with you the other day, um, this happened earlier, about a week ago, um, the, the transform over the last two weeks. So <clears throat> as you had mentioned, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, um, you're trying to honor that other perspective, but you may not understand it at the moment. So um, it's interesting to, I think that's a huge a huge statement right there to be able to do that. Um, as for myself, what has been happening, um, the sort of similar thing is me trying to follow what my perception is. Because again, this all goes back to perception and reality. Is me following what I feel is right. <clears throat> and I was going to be offering an additional study group um, in our area. And the communication was sent in a different way and someone my other, our other co-leader perceived it in a different way 
um, she felt it was inconsiderate and sort of threatened. Um, it was interesting, the different realities. I sent it in a loving way. She perceived it in a different way, but it was still honoring her own reality because her perception of it was different because of the space of what energy she was transmitting. Um, it was interesting, the dynamic of it. So when I was able to take a step back, and look at the dynamic and the communication between these three, the three people that was involved in this situation, it resembled a communication pattern that's in my field, or was in my, my avatar's field, of resonating um, a similar pattern that I was familiar with of communication style with my mom and dad when I was younger. So that familiarity was my reality of what I understood and it was recreating this event to show me that pattern um, in areas that I might not still be neutral in. So, a couple of, so the pattern with <clears throat> that I had the result of my father is more neutral with. So I see that pattern sort of kind of dissolving. Um, it's not as strong in my energy field. Where the pattern with my mom is a little bit more stronger. Um, I wasn't as neutral. I was more neutral than, than previous and not as neutral with the energy. So I'm understanding that, and then <clears throat> that obviously is something that I'm working with with my reality. I'm understanding that it's different. Um, it's constantly changing. As you had said earlier, it's malleable. Um, reality is constantly changing, and I see those patterns dissolving and shifting and changing, understanding that I am the truth, but then also playing that out or understanding that in real-life situations. Because um, when situations like that happen, what will happen is a charge from deep within you, those subconscious patterns that we talked about earlier, will come out, and you're like, no, this is my reality, this is my truth. We're understanding that it's just, it's not even, uh, I don't want to say it's not your reality, it, was, it's, it wasn't my reality. Because my ultimate, my reality or my truth right now is we are all this creator energy. We're all this loving, guiding energy. But when I get pulled out of that energy, it still feels like I'm operating from my truth, but it's still a subconscious pattern that I'm running, that I'm, that my avatar is Yeah, running. it's the, it's the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that program, program feels so real mm-hmm. in the moment. That research mm-hmm. program seems so real because it's like, oh, no, this is who I am. This is my truth. and This is my truth, goddammit. <laughs> right, they're, like they're saying, something. why are they doing this, um, or why, they're you know, wrong. why is this happening, or why is this, right? They're wrong, um, and I'm right. Yeah, go back to that. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's really is fascinating to see, Yeah. and just even have the awareness of it to step back and say, oh, wow. And then I, oh, another thing, too, that I come to realization, even yesterday during a meditation, um, like, my schedule cleared up a little bit where I was able to have the time to meditate and the clarity that I had there was people, which I have known this in the past as well, but people reflect energy that you're transmitting too. So you might say like this one person, our communication, she was very truthful with the communication back and forth with me. When she communicated with the other person, her communication wasn't as clear and something else got transmitted. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It it was clear. Okay, now that's isn't that a little subjective? Oh, it is subjective because it's based on my reality. Exactly, that's the point. It's such a trip, isn't it? We it think is. we're being clear, like, yet we're unconscious of what we're transmitting, and you know the words we speak and our body language. That's such the tip of the iceberg. The real conversation, the real, the multi. I mean, see the the um, major portion of our true dialogue is happening energetically. Yeah. So we're saying one thing with our mouth, <laughs> yet we're transmitting something quite different. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's, it was, it's being reflected back to us that way. Yeah, well. that's the cool thing about that reflection because it gives us real now moments, real time data of what's really transpiring. Right. If you want to know so if I, what you're. 
If you want to know what you're transmitting unconsciously, just look around at the so-called external world and see what your daily, day-to-day um, experiences are, you know. Are, are, are they fun and joyful or are you having a struggle? You know, yeah. that'll tell and you. What, and a key component to what's helped me get more awareness about what, I, what energy I'm transmitting as well is when you're in situations that sort of trigger those patterns, um, those research patterns, we have a tendency to say, oh, well, this person did this or this person did that. And when you can identify that, shift that and say, okay, what is it that in that person that looks like, why am I seeing that in that person? Because it's just something in me. Mhm. Right. Like if oh, I like ownership. if I like in this take ownership. Right, so, in, so and if this example for this example, like okay, why is this one person being clear with me, but the communication with somebody else is uh, I perceive as being not as clear? So what is you know what is that in me? What what am I not being clear about in different situations? And then what I came to yesterday was during the Bikram Yoga class. It was interesting because yeah. It's about my my perception of um, my reality shifts of mm-hmm. being truthful to myself in all situations. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. again, being in that standing balance pose, and then I started to be like, oh, well, why can't I do this or, you know, this or that? And then coming back to accepting myself for where I was in that moment and appreciating that I even walked into the class and I was there. Yeah. So it's honoring my truth in every Every moment. It wasn't even every situation. It's moment by moment. Right. Yes. The situation that happened was reflecting that to get me more clarity on what's happening with me individually. And this is, this leads into um, another portion of this discussion, which is about the perception of reality or um, hang on here the evolution of reality is that well the, the, then your reality shifts because my reality is shifting right now in front of my face now that exactly. I'm the clarity around these patterns and what I'm transmitting my reality is shifting again so what I thought was real yesterday or an hour ago is no mm-hmm. longer true because I can, I'm getting more clarity around that. And this comes to the point of how important it is to maintain a level of openness to um, because if we to new experiences because if we base our reality on what we experienced an hour ago or last year or ten years ago. And we focus on that, then basic quantum science, what you focus on expands. So we'll maintain that pattern and loop, right? Just because that was something that I did, my avatar, you know, had a pattern or behavior or did something a certain way a year ago, that doesn't mean that's my reality. That just means that was something that I was uh, researching and... um, looking behind me for what's going to happen ahead of me, when you think about it, it's completely ludicrous. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on what doesn't work. I want to focus on what feels good. Not just for me, yes. but for everything. Right. What feels good for everything? What's going to uplift everything? And it's interesting, too, because as you mentioned that, there's something else that it really resonated and brought something else because family and friends are interesting with those patterns because, like you said, a year ago is not your reality today. However, we can hold on to those perceptions. And and I bring up family and friends because we have a history with them. We have a history, like, um, we have a history with family. You know, they've just been there for a lot of things. And friends have been there. So our reality... It's shifting, so a lot of times we can hold them into the perception of 
oh, we did this a year ago. We did this yesterday. This is what happened. We got into this conflict, and we had this good and this. You know, it's like this comparing, but it's and that's not even true because the, their reality is shifting too. Well, certainly when like we, you and I both know that when we do the module, the core issue sessions, and the module releases, how everything shifts energetically. We're unconsciously. Our transmissions are more in alignment with our greater self automatically. That affects the group dynamics, and it also affects the collective, the the collective consciousness dynamics. And certainly things are going to shift. And being aware and open and neutral about it so that it, and again, not holding today's experiences in a framework of yesterday's experiences provides the, the the perfect freedom for those new experiences to unfold, if that makes sense. And you're right. The family is shifting. Friends are shifting. Um, just because there was a certain interaction with someone a year or two ago that was unpleasant doesn't mean it's going to be that way in another day or month or whatever. And if it is, it's still okay because they're in their own program. And their reality is is formed and molded by what they're unconsciously transmitting into the quantum field. They're in their own loop of patterns. And that's okay. There's a couple of phrases that that when we think about the energy of them, it just, I always want to find another way to present information. And I like to um, use different words other than this. I hear this sometimes from people when they're so called, when they're giving quote unquote advice and in a meaningful, I mean, they're, they're coming from a place that they believe is heart centered, yet not being connected to it, really understanding what's happening. They'll use the words like, you should, or you need to do this, or you need to do whatever. And when we feel the energy of those words, I mean, being phrased that way, how does that feel to you, Rob? Uh, like attacked, judgmental. Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm-hmm. You start to shut down, or you become in like this fight or flight kind of mode, like you need to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And how does this feel? I hear what you're saying. Perhaps it might be um, helpful to do this, or I invite you to check this, or I encourage you to perhaps view it this way. So how we, especially those of us who are practicing as healers and transformation facilitators, how we phrase what we pick up, what we intuitive in, intuitively gain as when we're working with these people or our clients or whoever, or just our friends, you know. Um, I think it's always important to check in, you know, expand your coherence and ask, is it for the highest and greatest good for, for me to say what I'm feeling or what I'm picking up? Or is it better that I keep quiet? And if it's the green light to, to share the insight that I'm receiving, then I ask, for, I ask for guidance on how best to say it so they can hear it. Because if I'm given the green light, then that means that it's important to share it. As opposed to... We've had, we've had this discussion before, too. Like, um, I know I'm very leery about sharing different insights with people um, only for the fact of because then I know it's my reality I mean it goes back to the show topic it's my reality and my perceptions mm-hmm. um, versus me sharing something oh well you're exhibiting this or you're open to this um, because it's coming from my filters I mean we're, first when somebody has an understanding and realization themselves. I mean, you definitely can facilitate conversations to help people understand, um, dig deeper within themselves to get a better clarity around what's happening. But I'm very leery about sharing what 
my perception is because I'm just coming from my reality. Well, that's why I I recommend that two-stage process where that's part of ownership, you know, of energy and co-creation, right, is asking for clarity. And when we're in coherence and we visualize ourselves doing something, if it feels expanded, then we know it's a green light. Uh, If it feels contracted, we know it's not the right time. It's not now. And this is not the kind of clarity one can have when they're outside of coherence. If you're not in that expanded place, then you're right. Your own filters are influencing our judgment. We we can't get clear clarity and, and tap into that greater wisdom at that moment because we, because everything is one. We're all, you know. Yes, here there's in this holodeck of the third dimension. It uh, it appears as if everything is separate, and individualized, individuated. In reality, though, we're all from the same energy. We are this energy. So therefore, I am source. You are source, and if source is guiding your avatar's program for release and the only way that 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 you using this as an example um can get this next piece of information is if it comes through my avatar right so in that moment by checking in then i feel okay i feel guided i feel like i'm part of the divine coordination as opposed to perpetuating um, a a blocking pattern. And even still, even if I perpetuated a blocking pattern, who's to say is that isn't part of the divine coordination as well? Yeah, it is. Um, For sure. Because even when we're in coherence, that's our reality of us being in coherence. And people that mm-hmm. think they might be in coherence might not be in coherence. Um, because you're in coherence to what you think your coherence or your mm-hmm. joy center is at that moment, which is ever-shifting. It is. It keeps getting bigger and more expansive all the time. Right. At least that's been my experience. <laughs> my reality I think that I think the most important thing about this topic is to is to be playful with it. Yeah. It's is a, to remember that it's it's malleable, it's transformative, it's evolving. It's it's not set in stone here in the third dimension. I don't even know if it's set in stone in the greater self because whatever the greater self focuses on, it creates, right? That's the whole point of the energy. It's the way it's that's the way it functions. I don't know um why that is. Certainly it's been shown to be true through quantum science studies. Yeah. So therefore I I hold that as a um like a greater truth that um what we focus on expands and how we how we perceive it creates it, you know? So I guess coming out of this topic, the takeaways would be honoring that that reality here in the third dimension is completely malleable. It's ever-changing, ever-shifting. And that's okay, um, I understand how there can be a desire for things, when I say reality, for your day-to-day experience, for one's day-to-day experience, I'll say it that way, to be set in stone, to be um, so clear that, that it feels safe, that, that there's no change. That it's locked in, you know. And if a person uh, feels that way, then that's going to be their experience until it's not. Right. 
and knowing that that can change and honoring each per honoring each person's reality because it's their reality of what they know. You know, it's and it's interesting and it's because, not wrong and it's not right. No, it's just their reality. It's it just, just is what it just is. It's what they're creating. Mm-hmm. And and if someone's really afraid of change, guess what? They're always experiencing change <laughs> because they're afraid. So therefore, the quantum field focuses on what they're afraid of: change. And so it keeps things constantly shifting in a way that undermines a sense of 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 um, stability and um, support. So there, so there you go. You know. There you go. If we're and looking can, for and it, and support, can, and it can be. I was just going to, and it can, it can be tricky. I mean, yeah. Well, just, if you're like looking you said, for support, if you're looking for support externally, as if it's outside of your own consciousness, you're not going to probably find it because there's a fear attached that that it's not there, right? Unconsciously. If you're looking for it to happen first on the outside, it's probably not going to happen. And I and I know it's challenging to feel wholly supported, you know, W H O L L Y. But that's what I have discovered or have experienced <laughs> that feeling not H-O-L-Y. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um completely supported, I'll use that word instead. To feel completely supported, I know that's challenging because I'm I'm still working on it. However, I I I can say emphatically that I'm a heck of a lot closer to that space than I was even a month ago. And I and it's really based on taking full ownership and not perceiving my outside experiences as validation of who I am or my value. But simply data, information about what it is that I'm unconsciously transmitting. Some of it serves me and my and my desire for wholeness, and some of it doesn't. And the stuff that doesn't serve me, that's the stuff I want to understand so that I can process it for release or transformation. It's actually pretty doggone cool. Yeah. How much the system is there to support. Our, our evolution. Right. And even like when you had mentioned earlier to be playful with it, that's one way to be playful with it. When you're in a, um, a situation that you agree, whether it be an argument or miscommunication or whatever, take a, you know, if you can, try to take a step back and look at it from, oh, what am I researching here? Mm-hmm. You know, sort of play like a scientist and say, instead of like getting pulled into the energy of this person and that person, sort of just take a step back for a moment and just say, oh, I'm going to play researcher or scientist and see, you know, what got created here and energy that each person's transmitting and what is that a mirror for me and, you know. Um, exactly. And when you're doing that, be sure. And you take and yourself out of it. Be sure. And the direct and energy of it. For sure, and place your left hand across your chest or right below your chest there. And then take your right hand and cup your chin and go, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then then observe it. You know, put your science, put your scientist stance into action. You know, hmm. <laughs> You know, I'm being silly about it, but the the point is, is to to uh, become uh, compassionately objective about it, to go into that neutral space, free of the judgment of what should or shouldn't be, quote unquote, and just look at what is, what's what's presenting, because it gives you information, real clear, deep information as to what it is that's being unconsciously transmitted. Any given time. And my favorite one is like when you have a statement about somebody else in a situation like that, mm-hmm. try to apply that try to apply that statement to yourself. Because then that statement about somebody else in that situation 
is usually just reflecting something in you. So instead of, you know, try to reflect, you know, put, put yourself instead in that of, statement. There's a, instead of deflecting person. it, projecting yeah. it on the other person, I mean, because take our, ownership. Our first, take ownership. Yeah, our first response can be like make a statement about somebody else. They did this or they didn't do this or this, this, mm-hmm. you know, But which is okay. I'm not saying it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's just after you make those statements, try to take those statements and put yourself in that statement. Okay, what mm-hmm. am I not doing or showing or um, how does that how does that apply to me? How does that mm-hmm. statement apply to myself? Mm-hmm. Which then I, I always awesome. point out that's when I that's when I get the clarity within myself. It's like okay, this is what I'm seeing in this person. So okay, what is it in myself that you know about that? What's statement? in your program? What's what's being My what's program. being transmitted and projected into the quantum field to co-create that experience? Exactly. Right. That's taking Which, full ownership. And that's it's where so it's empowering. Like, it's allowing yourself to be playful with it because at first that can be mm-hmm. challenging. Like, oh no, I'm not doing that. They're doing that, or I'm not transmitting that, or I'm not right. doing that. That's them. Right. So right. that's where the playful piece comes in. It's just like, oh, let's just explore. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. If I put myself in that statement, and then it's easy. And my experience has been, oh wow. You know, this is what how it relates to my life. And then it is some you, energy that I'm transmitting. Right. And then there's such a gift of freedom of that confined perception, you know, that filter. Right. Then there's more space to feel the joy. Wahoo. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good advice, a really good suggestion. I um and being as conscious of that is very powerful. And then as, at least in my own experience, and then as I put myself in that statement and I begin to shift, then the people around me will shift. Because that energy that I'm creating is no longer or less is diminished. So some of those experiences will start to shift as well. Right, because you're not bouncing and ping-ponging it back and forth. trying to change. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, you know. Like, we don't... Yeah. Things will just shift automatically. Right. Our reality around us will shift. If you're not fueling it, then it isn't going to manifest. Yeah. You know, again, coming back to the quantum um, science approach to it, what we focus on expands. So if we shift it, in ourselves and are no longer transmuting that uh, transmitting that energy, then it's not going to activate a response, you know, dialogue, energetic dialogue with those around us. And in those and in individuals that are locked into that other frequency that, that, um, Oh, of criticism or victim or, you know, less of value or whatever, fill in the blank, you know, fear-based frequency. If, they're unable to um, shift of that reality of theirs, you know, um, and you're shifting yours, feeling more open and joyful and all of that, then there may be um, less time spent with that person because they themselves are choosing to pull themselves out of the equation. You know, mm-hmm. I've had that experience where, okay. um, yeah. And your reality would just shift around that mm-hmm. to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, all of it. Well, what should be the takeaways from today's show, Rob? What would you like to to um, summarize? What's the takeaways? Um, um, my takeaways is to have fun with the process because uh, even me personally, just going through it over the last two weeks, those patterns can be very familiar. Um, and they, you can get pulled, when you start running those old patterns, it can, um, it starts to be like, oh man, why am I doing this again? Why am I on this loop? So, you know, I try to remind myself to be the scientist, to be playful with it, and then to put myself in the statement of whatever statement I'm making about somebody else. So, I mean, those are the three tools that I use, um, I just used recently, and yeah, to try not to take it so seriously because <laughs> when we're mm-hmm. in the heat of it, it does seem very like, oh my gosh, you know, you just feel very, you can feel heated if that old energy is running. 
Exactly. And that's the fear-based frequencies, and like it's you said, like laughing at you. it's like laughing at yourself. It's like, oh my god, there, mm-hmm. I, there I go again. I'm, I'm like, that was silly, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree completely. And for me, what helps me, like I, yesterday, went for a two-hour hike, and I did Bikram yoga. So I mean, I, I like physical activity and being out in nature to help allow me to get a different perspective, a higher perspective on what's happening. Yeah, I got a higher perspective yesterday. I was up on the ladder cleaning out the gutters of my house. And let me tell you, I was way up there on the roof. (laughs) So I got a higher perspective as well. Uh Well, mm -hmm. so uh, I I totally agree with what you're saying, Rob. Uh, Playfulness is such a key element. And uh, on that note... We're going to uh, bring our show to a close. We've only got a few minutes here. And I want to thank you, Rob, again, as always. You freaking rock. Rock and Rob. And uh, and our listeners and um, those who listen to it live or on um, demand. And next, in two weeks, we'll have our um, another show on the 22nd of November, the week of Thanksgiving. And, you know, what the heck? Why not? have the show be about gratitude. I mean, everybody else will be, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's the week of Thanksgiving. But it's a good it's a good topic. It's well worth just hanging out in the energy of gratitude for an hour. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, absolutely. I'm going to go ahead then and um, um, send you lots of love and hugs, Rob, because I just... I can't tell you how much I love you. You are awesome. And um, thank you for being so open. I love how we're both so open with our our own personal experiences. I mean that. Yeah, it does. Sharing with others and sharing with each other, you know, gaining different perspectives from different reality points and different viewpoints. So you make a good point, and I want to piggyback on that point by saying that um, it's all valid. Because sometimes I hear from people or they're surprised that um, I have ups and downs as I go through a process of uh, releasing blocking frequencies as if I'm sitting on some yeah. cloud, should be sitting on some cloud somewhere like ohm, <laughs> cross like yeah, <laughs> floating like around and everything just right. Uh, no, I'm I'm doing what you're doing. Rob's doing what what you're doing. We're we're we are uncovering what's fear based, and we are transmuting it. We are understanding it. We are loving it, and in that process. We are integrating more and more with who we really are as expanded self, right here and now. Not outside of us. We're feeling it as us. And it's just part of the process, and it's all okay. It really is. So on that note, how about we shift into coherence by using our nature activator? That moment in nature when we experience something that just, poof, blew us away with the beauty and we felt somehow, some way we're part of that beauty, that that we are part of this creation. And in that moment of connectedness to that experience of feeling the wholeness and unity of everything beautiful, you just couldn't help but smile. And you felt so good. Your chest, your heart just felt so expanded. Let's just go there. Feel that feeling. Feel that moment. Relive that moment in nature that was so amazing. You were awestruck with it. And just let that expand. Let that expand in your chest and your heart and let it expand throughout your whole body. Fill your belly with that feeling. Just let that flow into your belly. Hold that feeling, be there, enjoy it, rejoice in it. And until we're together again in two weeks, may joy be with you. This has been Empowered Whole Being Radio. Thank you for joining us. On-demand episodes are available at empoweredwholebeing.com.
Until next time, joy to you.